Hey, welcome back to another Jackie podcast with your favorite two black runners. I'm Joshua Foss. He's Aaron Foss, brother of the same mother. Aaron Foss, super hot pots coming at you again. Aaron, it's back to be back. It's good to be back on Miles Square, bro. It's always good to be back here. Bro, hearing the music now just brings like a huge grin on my face when I hear that trackish logo come on, that music. I'm like, yo, yo that we, we official out here, man. Yeah, for yeah, real, no. for real. And we're about to bring on somebody that really is official for the interview we got this week on Trackish, bro. We got introduced to him at New Balance Nationals. And I remember, like, I don't know if you sent me the tweet or the video for when we first saw this video, Aaron, or if I sent it. But I remember, like, once we sent this, you specifically, like, texting, you're like, this is my favorite high school track athlete now. That's what you said to me. Definitely, bro. Like anybody that comes out here wanting that wanting that smoke, you know, not afraid of that pressure. I love to see it. I love that energy, bro. Just take a look at the interview, man. Let's yeah, first 200 wanted to get out, wanted to drag these guys in the deep waters, you know. I wanted to make it hurt the whole time, make them question why they're in this event, you know. So came out there with bad intentions. Ooh, bad intentions. They talking spicy, talking bad real spicy. Kay, tell them how you really feel, man. Tell them how you really feel. Kay Flat now joining us on the, on the Trackish podcast, man. Like, dude, this dude's bees. How do, like how are you doing? How are you doing? First off, what do you say? I'm doing good. I'm doing well. I'm uh, you know training up. Uh, y'all can see I got a haircut, <laughs> a little <laughs> little more cleaned up. Um, doing well. Everything's everything's uh, going perfectly right now. Now we're entering like. We're starting to get, we're inching closer and closer to like that championship season. The summertime is quickly approaching. Did you get the cut? Cause it's like, you know, it's time to, time to level Seriously. up a little bit. Yeah. You know, more aerodynamic, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't going to give these guys an inch, you know, take some weight off, make me a little <laughs> faster. So that's a, that's why we did it. I got to ask you, Kay, from that video we've seen out there, bad intentions, like your, your Twitter, your Twitter feeds great. Your Instagram feeds great. Like this man's always ready for the smoke just first off like bro are you having fun because it seems really fun right now for you just everything from you running 140 147 148s like running 47 open 400s winning running the mile like it seems like you're having a really fun season overall yeah yeah you know it's it's a it's been great um you know it's it's the everything everything's been great yeah i'm having a lot of fun uh you know of course being you know successful and seeing everything that you know, you've been working hard, so hard towards uh, come true, uh, you know, takes up pressure off. And, you know, you, I, uh, I work all that pressure in practice every single week. So, you know, it's really just get me on the line healthy and I'm, I'm, I'm ready to go. So I, ha- I have a lot of fun out there. Is that I know you have fun, but like your your confidence when you step onto the track and when you speak into microphones, does that come from all of the just like the hard work and like the training that you put in? So when you get to the line, you just feel ready to go? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, you know, all that, the only, you know, the only reason people will doubt themselves if they don't believe in themselves and don't think they can run a certain time or beat a certain guy. And, you know, that's, that's not me. Uh, I go into every race, you know, no matter who, no matter who it's against, uh, you know, I was in a college race in April and, you know, made a real hard move 300 meters in 300 meters to go on the, you know, NCAA mile champ and wasn't afraid to make that move. Cause you know, I, I believe in my abilities. Um, you know, I thought I could take that race, um, from there, but yeah, you know, it's, it's, a uh, a lot of confidence and it's a lot of, uh, you know, goal setting and visualization um, back in preseason in November, December, you know, after coming off a season where I was like sixth, seventh in the country, I was struggling with a struggling 150 guy. Uh, you know, I was every rep of workouts. I was saying, you know, best ever. 
you know, this is, this is what world champs do. This is what state champs do. This is what national champs do. And, you know, eventually it kind of just all started to fall into place and now I'm here. So. Hey, that's a good place to be. 147-04, number three all time in high school history. But I got to say, definitely, I feel like what champions do and people that step to that next level, they get out of their comfort zone too. Like you just came off running a mile. You ran 412. And last year, I was looking at your times. Last year, you ran a 419. And right after that, you dropped the 151. Just how does your fitness feel right now after running a 412, like going up to your off event? And like that, that's pretty, that's, that's solid, bro. A 412. Mm -hmm. And how does your fitness really feel as you come in to run 800s more this season? Yeah. Um, I'm feeling pretty good about that. Uh, yeah. Last year it was like a 419 guy. Um, and this year I've been so much more on the speed side of the 800, uh, you know, my 400 and things like that. And so I was just like, Hey, let's just bump up to a mile. Let's just, you know, dare to be great. Let's see what we can do. Um, you know, it can't hurt. So went up there and hit, you know, 412 season open. I think, I, I think I'm a sub 410 guy to be honest. Uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling really good about fitness right now. Workouts have been crazy. I've uh, been, been doing crazy things at crazy paces. So, uh, you know, big things coming, big things coming real soon. And we saw recently, like, you're gonna, you're gonna go to Ole Miss next year. They have a great middle distance program and you raced, you know, Mario, uh, Gar Mario Garcia in that 800. What were your future teammates looking like when they saw you, you know, battling against like the top guy, like you, you're not even there yet, but you're already coming in like, yo, like, I'm really that dude, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I, you know, and those guys are great. Uh, you know, they're a huge reason why I chose Ole Miss, uh, the teammates, that team aspect. Um, but yeah, they were, they were, you know, crazy supportive and they, you know, complimented how gutsy that race was and how I ran it. And, uh, you know, I, I think they're excited to work with me. I'm definitely excited to work with them. So. And one of the reasons going to Ole Miss, was it really kind of just to continue a little bit of that legacy they have of like middle distance, 15, 800 meter running, like really Robert Domanic and uh, Craig Angles when they're there, what, now like five, six years ago, like they were, they were killing it and that continuing with the Waleed Suleiman, Everett Small, there's Mario Garcia Romo. You're going to be, be able to like to continue that legacy in a sense and bring, maybe bring in an NCAA title. I, I bet that's definitely on your mind going down the road. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. And, you know, everything, like everything worked out with Ole Miss. Uh, you know, it's great mid-distance program, great coach. I uh, really love the teammates. Uh, you know, anything from, you know, my favorite color is red. So every, everything checked the boxes. So everything was perfect. But before you get yeah, there, excited. though, we, we know, we know you have, you have the mindset that you're trying to get this national record, this 146.5 held by Michael Granville is on your mind. And, we, we have some insight that Trials and Miles is up Ithaca Icon Stadium in New York. You made magic there before at, earlier this year. Are you looking to make magic there again coming back early, coming back later this May at the Trials and Miles meet? That's the plan. That's the plan. Uh, yeah, so that hadn't, that hadn't even been out anywhere yet. Um, I got the insight. Uh, but, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, May 20th, so what, we got, you know, 14 days to make it right. Um, you know, take a crack at the national record a little earlier than expected. You know, I was just saying for June, mid-June or something, but I'm feeling fast right now. I'm feeling good about it. So May 20th, I'm, I'll leave every ounce of me on that track, and we'll see, we'll see what happens. Yeah, y'all better tap into that. You know, someone that I don't know if you know about Obi Moore, California legend, but he was telling us that he thinks that 146, he thinks it's a soft, he thinks it's a soft record. And he also, what's interesting is, He's someone that said when he ran, 
he was saying that uh he wanted to make people quit running track and field and I, you know you were mentioning <laughs> that in your bad intentions like you went out there you want to beat some people so bad that like they don't they want to quit the sport but what do you think about people saying you know the record is kind is kind of soft uh i don't know i uh I don't, i'm not too familiar with that guy um to be honest but yeah I, I think if that record was soft it wouldn't be here for 26 years uh you know i'm the, I'm the fastest american high schoolers in, in 26 years or so so i feel like if it was soft it'd be broken by now and if it was so soft why didn't he do it so uh that's that's my hey, stance on hey. it I'm gonna have to send this. I'm gonna send this clip to Obi. I think Obi would love to hear you say that. I think you and Obi, that would be a great battle that we could ever have like that dream that matchup, to be honest. But it really is gonna it's gonna be exciting to see you race the trials and miles. Trials and miles put on some great meets and the, the meet that they have at Icon Stadium was amazing last year. And be able to step in with like some college guys or even some pros at that type of level, I think will definitely help you get there. But I also wanted to go to this tweet too, because like how you said with the confidence saying you tweeting back in April after you ran that 147.0, like something in common with all these races is that they all ran in June, June expect, except one. In two months time, I will rewrite history. Now you're gonna try and do that a little bit earlier, but I'm just curious about how you handle yourself on social media and everything like that, having fun with like track and field. Like this is not the common thing, especially from a like a, a mid, well, you're mid distance, but a distance runner side and aspect of everything is, are you doing that like in a calculated type of way to just bring more fun and energy to the sport? Um, yeah, I, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm really just kind of doing it how, you know, living how I want to live, saying what I want to say. Um, and I think that it's bring something different to the sport. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a different guy. I like to stand out and no matter in all aspects of life, I don't like to just fit in with the crowd and, this is something that people aren't doing. And I think that people are scared to do. I think there's people on, you know, great levels and people who can go and try to, you know, pursue national records and do great things, but they're scared to put it out there because they're scared to eat their words. If they wrong, if they fail, if they lose, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I'm, I'm not like that. Uh, I'll let you know how I feel uh, real quick. And, you know, I'm, I'm a, I'm an open book. Everyone, everyone knows my stance on things and that's just who I am. So all of the visualization that you that you do before race, racing and that, all of that motivation speak, did your coach like teach you that or did you model that after another athlete that you look up to? Um, I'd say, you know, a big thing. Um, I look up to like a lot of MMA fighters and stuff. Um, and that's that's a sport where, uh, you know, the mentality is such a big deal. Mindset's such a big deal. And it's such a big deal in track and field, too. There's these individual sports these solo sports you know there's relay events yeah. but track but like, you know that 800 it's just like you're being locked in a cage with some other guy you know it's it's you on an island out there by yourself you're not you can't sit it and look over to coach and talk to him and him walk you through this race you're out there on your own and you got to do it and uh you know a lot of that confidence and the putting words out there not being scared of what people think is like a big part of like i'm a christian godly man um you know and fear is the opposite of faith so it, if if I go out there, break the national record, it's part of God's plan. If I go out there, don't break the national record, it's part of God's plan. So fear is the opposite of faith. He's got me. Destiny doesn't make mistakes. So that's a that's my stance on things. Man, I think I'm becoming more of a Kate Flat fan as this interview like goes on, Aaron. Like for real. And I think it's very interesting Absolutely. enough. Like bringing MMA thing, solo sport. Our dad was a professional boxer, and he like won Golden Gloves and everything. So that's the thing that he kind of preached to us as well. Like this is solo. Like this is. This is one of the purest sports that you can do fighting like mentally 
and almost physically at times with another person. So def it's definitely dope to just to hear that from you from that side. And I got one more thing from you as we get out of here. Because I know you, you got stuff to do. We got stuff to do. You feel me? All that. And this interview could go longer. But uh, just what are the 800 runners that you look up to or just like model how you race and anything like that? Is anybody in the sport or that, that was back in the sport that you look up to? Um, You know, I, uh, of course, like Donovan Brazier, he's always, he's a, he's a great one to watch. He, uh, he's, you know, kind of. He can run a race in it however he wants. Uh, he can sit yeah. in the back and kick. He can go out from the start and take it. Um, but also, like, uh, really Clayton Murphy and Bryce Hoppel, the way they run the 800s, they're always in the right position at the right time. Um, but I'd say those three guys, I don't really – I never. I wouldn't say I model a race plan or race strategy off anybody. Uh, I kind of just go out there and do what I want to do and, you know, whatever best fit. But uh, those guys, you know, when they're, when they're racing 800, I'm, I'll always tune in to watch. So those are those three. Yeah, I would say you and Clayton, y'all both got that like that swag too, that celebration. Clayton coming out, coming after too. I've seen you, you coming across the line doing some baseball hard. things, digging people in the dirt. I was like, man, this man, yeah, this man, dirty, bro. This man, dirty for real. Hey, yeah, and yeah, keep up that, keep up uh, those celebrations. Keep talking spicy. I, I mean, I'm a, I'm a K Flat fan. You know what I'm saying? So I love to see it, and you're definitely one of those 800 runners that you know. Like you said, you want to tap in and you want to see them race because you know it's going to be entertaining and there might be a record broken. So appreciate you coming yes, on, man. Yeah, sir, man. I appreciate Good luck you on the rest of the season. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, bro. That's that. That was a great interview. That was a great interview, bro. I really do think that we could have kept on talking. We could have done like an hour low key, bro, to be honest. But no, there's so much more that we need to talk about in just the high school running world because the things that we've missed in these past almost two weeks now and one of the most standout things for me Aaron has to be this historic Oregon mile race at the Nike Jesuit Twilight Relays in the top 25 high school boys right now 12 of them came from this race at Nike Jesuit and nine of these boys were from Oregon led by Caleb Lakeman who went 404 number three right now in the mile bro and what was the crazy thing that this dude jo Josiah Tostason ran 409.11, breaking the high school freshman national record. He broke the middle school national record last year at a 423. But Aaron, this whole race was just loaded, stacked. Like, I wish I was in this mile to get dragged down to the fast time. Hold up, man. Homeboy ran 423 in middle school. Uh, like, let's, <laughs> let's start there. Like, that's that's crazy. How you ran that at 13 years old, and now you run in 409? That's wild. You know, Oregon has a lot of talent. We're really seeing it come out this year, but no shade thrown. I think this could be done in California as well. I'm not trying to hate. Whoa, them. whoa, whoa. I'm not trying to hate. Why you starting some beef, bro? Hey, we just, we, we do it. We know how we do it in Cali, but Oregon, you know, they got world championships up there this year and everything. So, you know, track is hot. Track is hot. So the distance runners coming, coming ready. So world championships are in Oregon this year. So it doesn't surprise me that we're seeing the distance side really go in and seeing so many boys getting under 410 and a freshman who running 409. So Josiah, we're going to remember that name because he's going to be doing big things, I'm sure, over the next couple of years. Most definitely. And to speak of like that kind of excitement, I feel like that's what you have to have 
to be a woman's 800 meter right 800 meter runner right now in the U.S. And some a high schooler that is doing that level, that elite level, Juliet Whitaker opened up her outdoor season this past weekend at Penn Relays with a one with a 201.55 in the 800. She got second place to Sage Herta, a professional for On Athletics Club, and a 159 who won the race. But the, just the days before that, Juliet Whitaker went out there and she won the mile as well in a low 440. Juliet is looking in great form, great shape. She's going to be someone that's going to be a real threat to just making that U.S. Championships final. If she can go deep enough, I don't know. Maybe we'll see what happens, bro. Yeah, I mean, I, I would love to see her get under two minutes. There's definitely a conversation with a lot of athletes with her, uh, Roisin Willis, Sophia, you know, just how, how far – can they go under two? You know what I mean? And then in the mile as well, I think about her matched up against like a uh, Sadie Inglehart or um, a free or Frias back in California. Like I, this is, she opened up with 440, but can she go like 433? Like, can she break the national record? I think that women's, that women's mile is like up for grabs that national record. So we'll see as we get closer to the summer. Yeah, low key. I want to. She's definitely. She's a great miler. A great miler, to be honest. So that's definitely be interesting once she gets to Stanford. Like how she runs the fifteen and the eight. Just be able to do both of those events is going to be super, super interesting. And another thing that's really interesting going into the end of this year, championship season is always the Texas State meet, and we have some really interesting races coming up. Uh, and coming up in about a week time at the Texas State meet. First off, right here, let's just go down the list. Natalie Cook. Maybe out there to break a national record, Erin. She just ran a workout that her dad tweeted saying that she's getting ready for state. Four by 1600, one minute standing rest, 503, 457, 458, 459. Is she going to break the national record of 947 at the state meet? In the Man. past two weeks, I think at regions and dip districts, she ran like 957 and 952. So she's in prime, like back to back weeks. She's in prime shape to do this Aaron is that happening um that's 100% happening that's why he tweeted that out he was flexing <laughs> like he was flexing and he was like yo this is what it is I'm just letting y'all know you know get your popcorn ready that's basically what bro. he said by by tweeting out that video to like like bro that is a like you said like a lot of boys cannot do that re workout like she's on another level that's a college that's a college woman level workout bro like one minute one, rest under bro. five like that one minute rest like i know i say i could break five at any time but can <laughs> i do it back to back one minute rest right now no i can't bro i can't so she definitely yeah, back gonna to back, like do something crazy bro 96 97 another person that's been going dumb this season going crazy simone ballard in the 100 hurdles and 300 hurdles she has the number one time in the 100 hurdles and the 300 hurdles for just about the entire season. Since Texas Relays, that's where she ran a 46-8 in 300 hurdles and a 13-28. At, at the Texas State meet, can we see a sub-13 or a sub-40, Aaron? You know, people I've been talking to are saying, for sure, we're going to 40. That 13, that 13 is going to be close. But, bro, Simone Ballard, man, she is dominant right now now in texas and it's gonna put on a show anyone going to that texas meet is just gonna be on a treat because there's there's so we, we just talked about natalie cook and now we're talking about simone ballard like national records are just in in question all around in fast times we're just 
we're going to be seeing them so much. So having having Simone, having Natalie just adds up to a crazy meet just in general. Yeah, and I think one of the craziest things that we always see at every single track meet is the 4x4. And Sumner Creek may have something really special to end their back pocket as we get to the end of the Texas State meet. And as the guys who ran 309 at Texas Relays, can they go under 310 once again with their lineup of Darius Rainey, Darius Rainey, Malcolm Washington, Dylan Jacobs, and Blake Gibson? Now, Darius Rainey, he's going to be going for a 4-8, 4x4 double, which is, I mean, triple, which is going to be insane. But Aaron, these guys are fully capable to have something really special at the end of this Texas State meet. Dude, honestly, just Sumner Creek in total, we're going to talk about their guy in the long jump, too. This team is insane and is going to dominate state on the boys' side. But Darius Rainey tripling, bro. He's been doing this leading up to it, so it ain't nothing different to him. So they are definitely different. I think they're going to get under 310. Like Darius, I think, is capable of running 46 or whatever. They're saying the first leg, uh, I believe Malcolm, Malcolm Washington, a 47 guy, you know, they're going to be hyped up, bro. This is the last race of the day. Yeah. It's Texas. It's that state. Like 310, it has to go down. Like they don't want to just win. I think they want to destroy, destroy the field, bro, and leave a mark. You know, I think that a lot of them, Darius going to USC next year. It's going to be interesting to see is he, is he going to lean into the eight or into the four more, but that guy is a is a talent to be able to run that many like intense races like the four the eight in the four by four that's that's a hard triple but he do it on the regular so yeah I think they're just gonna step it up because it's state a lot of people are not volunteering to do what Darius Rainey does that's definitely facts and another I think what may be the most exciting event of the whole entire meet I know we talked about the five we talked about the two mile we talked about the 100 300 hurdles and the four by four but this long jump Aaron Aaron Davis versus Jaden Keys. These guys are number one and number two right now in the long jump, and they're both from Texas. They're both in the same district, and they're in the same region, and that's been going back and forth, back and forth. I believe at districts, they uh, J- Arian Davis jumped the number one, t- number one, uh, number one distance of 25 feet five. Then Jaden Keys was right behind him at 25.4. That was number one and number two in the nation, bro. This is about to be a super exciting where we're going to probably find out who is the best high jumper in the in the country this year? Yeah, I mean, a uh, long jumper, but yeah, it's going to be, everyone loves a good clap, a good clap competition back-to-back in the stands at Texas State. You go get your hot link, bro. That's going to be one of the key events at the meet. Aaron Davis, too, is basically the leader, the captain of Sumner Creek, so they're going to be going for a state title as well. They're going to have, you know, Darius doing the 400. They're going to have a bunch of people doing the 4 by 4 and all in the sprints. And then they got their leader head-to-head uh, with Jaden Key. So I know Aaron Davis really is going to want to get this win, but yeah. we'll see, man. I, I, I'm sure this dude Jaden don't want to lose, and people are tired of Sumner Creek winning everything too. Yeah, that long jump competition is about to be super, super exciting, possibly the most exciting thing at the meet. And the most exciting thing of every single trackish podcast has to be what are the possibilities where me and Aaron throw out wild takes and really ask 
how is this possible? Is this possible in the percentage of how possible this could possibly be? This week, we got to talk about what's happening tonight. Happening tonight at the Sound Running, the track meet at J. Sarah High School with the pros, Newberry Park. Newberry Park, Art, uh, Colin Solomon, and Colin Solomon and Lex Young are forgoing their California uh, CIF and everything like that to just run open meets, professional meets. And Aaron Solomon is still going to be competing in CIF. He's actually competing at CIF prelims the next day. But Colin Solomon is going to be running a 1500 with the pros. Lex Young is going to be running a, a 5000 with the pros. And I got to just ask you, Aaron, what are the possibilities that Colin Solomon breaks this 1500 meter high school record? Can that, can that happen? I think it is going to happen. And I think this is a tune up for. You know, we talk about him, you know, if he gets on there, gets under 343, he's going to be knocking Centro off the list. But y'all need to talk about Prefontaine because he's going to be head up against Centro. And then oh. can he get that? Can he get that dub? We're going to really see where he's at, you know? So it's interesting. Like, can he, is he around three, four, 340? Like, is this a, is he a Hobbs Kessler type of athlete? Like, we're going to really find out over these next couple of weeks. So, I think the possibilities are very high that we see this man run something insane uh, tonight. Yeah, I think this is going to be – it's really going to be interesting since we just found out that he's going to be racing the Prefontaine, the Prefontaine Classic in that Bowerman Mile. And every single time a high schooler is in that race, like, they're looking to break national records. They're looking to break – he already went under four. So, like, that's going to yeah. be super exciting just to see what he puts on there. And really, this is really just going to be a precursor to what he can possibly – do there. Lex Young isn't in the Bowerman Mile, but has been running an amazing times this past year. He's already ran 835 in the 32 this year. He ran 1405 in cross country for a 5,000 course. And he's going to be racing on the line in the 5,000 with a great field. Uh, is this junior breaking 14? What are the possibilities of this junior, Lex Young, breaking 14 in the 5,000 area? Again, the possibilities are, are very high. He's already ran 832. You got to come through the two mile, like right under nine, around 855 to get under 14. So like, I don't think that's a tough task for him. And we know, you know, like on cross country, he ran like 1409. We know he has a lot of strength. So the 5K isn't going to be too much to him. I mean, his brother ran like what, like 1340 in, in high school. So I yeah. think that the way they think too, their mentality, he's going for going for that. I don't know if we'll get that far under, but this dude is impressive. So I could see him definitely running like 1355 or something. Yeah, and also Tyrone Gores of Portland, Oregon is also going to be in the race. He won the East Bay Regionals, uh, the West Regionals this past cross-country season. He has a 1450-29 5K, so also just watch out for that other high schooler and the sound running track meet. But like you said, it's, I think that's happening. He's breaking 14 minutes. He's going to enter the all-time top 10 list. But I think definitely on his wall right now, he has Nico Youngs, his brother's 1350 on his mirror every single time he goes. Nico's going to be at the meets racing his own 5,000, probably looking to dip under 1320. But Lex is all like, I'm beating Nico this weekend. I'm getting under that 1350 and really cementing my name in this 5,000 all-time list. That's going to be super. That's probably the most exciting thing I'm, I'm waiting for, to be honest. No, definitely. It's going to be, you know, Newberry Park, you know, wherever they go, they're rock stars. They got fans there. They're going to... They're, we're thinking Jacob Ingerberson is going to bring people to the meet. No, Newberry Park is what's going to bring people to the meet. 
you know, that that's combined facts, with new facts. gen, like that's really gonna that's what that's what everyone is gonna be there for, which is really funny. But hey, I, I understand why they put on the show. And I got people in my high school on my on people that I coach on my high school team that are trying to take pictures with these guys. I'm like, bro, you need to chill out, chill out, bro. But like, hey, bro, we we gotta stop yeah. that next year. We gotta stop that next <laughs> But hey, we appreciate you guys hanging out with us on another trackish episode. We'll see y'all in two weeks' time going over everything, going over Texas State meet going preview in the California state meet and everything after K flat runs this crazy uh, 800 and everything. It's going to be super exciting with everything going on.